Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I told all of you I want radio silence until further... Oh, I'm very sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Broadcasting live from the Elliott Avenue studios of Sports Radio KJR. A couple of cougars. <laughs> and none of the hot variety. Hey, Cool. One is a child of the 80s. My mother law For years, I wouldn't kiss her face. I ended up kissing her ass. The other, the 90s. <laughs> this is a tasty burger. Two beer drinking. Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. Golf loving. It's in the hole. Long-suffering Seattle and WSU sports fans. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Please put your hands together for the Ian and Puck Show. Welcome in on a Tuesday afternoon, Ian and Puck, or as uh, Chuck Powell calls us, the uh, Ion, and, Ion and Buck Show. We thank that from Charles. Nice. Charles and Yaxson, our uh, 10 to 12 show. Good to come on today, though. Chuck, not me. his real name. No. Not his real name. I heard Powell's not his last name so either. That's a deep, dark secret from people. <laughs> Chuck, not his real name. I'll allow him to address that on his show if he wants to tell everyone what his real name is. Do a contest. But my thing is, if you're going to do a contest someday and have people guess If you're going to do a fake name, right? <laughs> yeah. Why would you go Chuck? Why Chuck? <laughs> why did why go Chuck? Very radio-like. Yeah. Very radio-like. Uh, we've got two things, I'm told, Puck, to give away here. All right, so first of all, we've got the $1,000 every hour, Perfect. 12K a day keyword to give away. Yes, you can win $1,000 just by tuning into this radio show or some other shows throughout the day. It's all powered by your Northwest Chevy dealers, so get your text ready. Here we go. Text uh, 1202 Tuesday. <laughs> well, this is confusing. Bankroll. Bankroll. Two words. And oh. I assume together. Right? Yeah. Would you read that? <laughs> Bankroll. He spelled free. F-E- I'm out. No, I'm out. I, I'm it's, the, it's the biggest <laughs> tap. Above my pay grade. Uh, <laughs> I don't deal with this. That is, that is somebody else's business. I'm, I, don't re- I don't need to reply to no. all the angry people. Here they come. Uh, bankroll to 200-200. That's it. Well, two- bankroll is one word. I think so. I just so. here it's with two for some reason. Anyway, bankroll, one word. Just do that to be safe. When you do these contests. I, I know. <laughs> go with the simplest, like free. R-E-E. <laughs> yes. Just go with something yeah. simple. Yeah. Bankroll or whatever. Yeah, just deep. don't bring that into the equation. Yes. Bankroll right. to 200-200. Uh, bankroll to 200-200. And you can do that right now. Or you can enter the keyword online at sportsradiokjr.com. 200-200. Bankroll. And uh, away you go. It's all, again, powered by a big thanks, Northwest Chevy dealers. That's uh, contest number one. Puck contest number two. A championship trip giveaway, which you would have given out three names yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and we have people having an opportunity to well, it's win. starting today. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's not starting yesterday? Wow. Nope. Silly me. They can contest to start out on Monday. <laughs> no, no, we did not do that. Unless we were supposed to do it yesterday, and I did not do it yesterday. No. <laughs> I think we just it, got I think the it names. Today. Okay, yeah. here we go. Uh, the concept is a championship trip giveaway on Sports Radio KGR. You have a chance to win a trip for two to watch the Pac-12 championship game, which all of a sudden... 
we know this. It's going to be one of our two schools yeah, next day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, gar- that's that's a, a guarantee, yeah, Puck. That's a yeah, guarantee. Absolutely. So, uh, whether you're a Husky or Cougar fan or if you just uh, are a college football fan, big thanks to Coors Light and Simply Seattle. Log on cool. to sportsradiokjr.com, and you can enter. So, starting today, good. So, nobody missed anything yesterday. Uh, every hour starting at 6 a.m., we're going to call out a name. You have 15 minutes to give us a call at 206-286-9595, or Adam might even answer the 800 number. Maybe. Sure. 800-829-0950. Car phone's available, too. Uh, pound 950. <laughs> yep. Uh, for rich guys on the car phone. Is, yeah. Uh, has, oh, I miss her. Yeah, I do. You know what? Yeah. If they came in one day and said, you guys are done, and that certainly could happen at any yeah. time. Maybe in a you break. Wanted, you want the fabulous sports babe to come but back. But they said, if you guys are done, I would be disappointed unless they said, you know what? We're bringing Nancy back. Oh, sure. I'd say, you know what? I get it. I love the sports babe. I get it. I'm done. We're fine. We're great. out. We're out. I'll just go home and listen all the time oh, on unemployment. Very funny. Um, but we'll draw one winner on the Mitch in the Morning Show on Monday, November 28th, okay. which will be a week from this Monday at 8 a.m. So log is- on to sportsradiokjr.com, enter to win, and we'll call out a name. You have 50 minutes to qualify, so if you qualify, you'll be randomly chosen if you're the guy to go. All expenses paid. Yeah, I'm told, Puck, it's a trip for two to Santa Clara. Okay. Which is weird because it's kind of more San Jose, but it doesn't matter. It's Santa Clara. It's, uh, do you watch the Pac-12 Was it the stadium game? in Santa Clara? Yeah, it's right on the border. It's like, like Santa Clara's there, but there's San Jose across the street. Doesn't matter. Cool setting. Uh, and, you know, you go down there. Basically, anytime our teams have been down there since they opened it, they win. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that you go down there and you win. Uh, round trip airfare for two. Two tickets to watch the game on Friday, December 2nd at 6. Overnight accommodations for two. It's brought to you by Coors Light, whatever your mountain. Climb on and Simply Seattle. Calling all diehard fans. SimplySeattle.com is everything you need for gifts and game day. Huskies, Cougars, Seahawks, even throwback Sonics gear, which we'll talk about in a second. Maybe a certain quarterback's wearing some of that. Simply Seattle is locally owned and has put together the city's most unique collection of gifts and game day gear. Check it out. Check it out. SimplySeattle.com. We make you look good. So here is our name for this hour. 12 o'clock. I want to make sure I get it right. Eric Newgard. Eric Newgard. You have 15 minutes to call us right now. Eric Newgard, 286-9595-800-829-0950. Eric Newgard. So there you go. Uh, text bankroll to 200-200, or if your name is Eric Newgard, give us a call right now. 15 minutes. You're on the clock. You've got till 1224 to give us a call. And big thanks to Coors Light Simply Seattle. Enter online, sportsradiokjr.com, because lo and behold, the Pac-12 championship Let's go, game. Eric. Just as we thought, just as we thought at the start of the season, especially after the first couple of weeks, we knew that it would be the Cougars and the Huskies coming down to it for the Pac-12 North, right? We just that was a given on our college football Tuesday. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stunned that we're here, just kind of discussing this at this moment, especially, well, from our perspective, how how it started off. But yeah, all, what we wish for, you know, over the summer, and I think leading up to it, now now we get it, and it, with them with Washington losing last week, it gives you. It gives you that wiggle room not to feel so stressed out about this Saturday if you're a Cougar fan. Right now, I'm still stressed out about this game because I want to go. In, I'd like to go into the Apple Cup undefeated in the conference, but yes. and you know keep the the hopes alive of you know potentially getting the Rose Bowl if, if Washington uh, ends up going into the uh, the playoff rankings. But if, I get you know even if they were to, if they were to win out, Washington's not going to go to the Rose Bowl uh, or not go to the college playoff. But uh, yeah, I just. It's fun to have this meaningful of a game these last two in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a lot that uh, not a lot of years that you get that. Colorado's yeah. a good team. I mean, this is a man. They are really, really good. Well, underrated. I don't think a lot of people don't talk about them enough. They don't really have star players, but they just they do it the right way. 
it, it's what you would hope for in the, in the end of the college football season. By the way, Eric did call. Eric Newgard did call already. So he yep. has. Uh, did he say if he wants the Cougar or the Husky shirt? Did he get no. a Call Eric back for God's sakes. Let's <laughs> put Eric on the on the D- line. Does he want? Does he want Cougar or Husky shirt? Did he tell you? Did he no, he didn't tell me. Because you get one or the other. Are you supposed to mark that down or not? No. no. No, you just we all we mark down is if he called back. Oh, okay. So, so we'll just send him whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if he's a Cougar fan, he gets a purple shirt or whatever. Is that how it works? Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, I, I at the start of the year when we kind of went through this and we're kind of projecting and everyone's coming up with their you know who's going to finish where in the Pac-12, and I thought that you know you and I kind of were pretty consistent. We thought Stanford might be a little bit overrated, a little bit overblown, too many losses. And it's not, you know, we're not condemning a team, but it's just, boy, you can't. I didn't all... think they were a little overrated. They were overrated yeah. and, from the get-go. And Oregon, they had a huge question mark at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you're going to the JC route again. With you look that's... at Washington and Washington State, they return quarterbacks, and that's, that's the way this conference works. And lo and behold, as it's played out through the year, they are the two best teams in the North without a question. Well, and look at, look at three of the four best teams in the conference right now. All have veteran, oh, well, have veteran quarterbacks from the from the perspective of how many games they've played because you okay Browning's a sophomore but he's a veteran because he started so many games right uh, and then you you have a veteran presence at that quarterback position now you could say well Troy Williams but Troy Williams has been around in the program has been around college football for a while so he just he's been there he's done that Darnold is the exception he's a redshirt freshman right. I mean that that's just you know what he's been able to do you know he was fantastic last week and he'll have a Fantastic career, but to your point about Washington and Washington State, yeah, it comes back to the quarterback play. That's why when you looked at it before the season, you could start scratching some teams off because they were just great question marks. The question mark with Oregon was going to be, can Prukup make the transition? Well, he mm-hmm. couldn't. No. And Stanford, you know, they just – you didn't really appreciate how good Kevin Hogan was. And then you add in that you're replacing him, but then you're replacing three-fifths of your offensive line – you're replacing so many guys on your defense, including you know your best you know linebacker. There was just going to be some attrition there, uh, and then you know UCLA should have factored in, but Rosen you know they kind of under they underachieved. Rosen gets hurt, uh, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good year for quarterback play from top to bottom of the conference. But the teams that do have good quarterback play now you see themselves rising up. I mentioned Utah earlier. I, I was mistaken. It I was. Thinking of Colorado, right, and Lufau with Lufau, yeah, and Lufau, who's been a four-year starter, and hell, even when he went out, they they were able to get a stud freshman come in sure. to play well. But yeah, you you look at Sifo, who's a guy that's a captain, like he's yeah. he's, he's the leader of that team. I mean, the the, the preseason media poll, Stanford had twenty-four of thirty-three first-place votes. Yeah, Washington just, had eight, Wazoo had nine. It's it's how you know we. It's funny, even Pac-12 fans will yell at the the nation, and will tell them, God, you just think it's Oregon and Stanford. The very people who vote in this and cover this conference did the same thing. And I, I hate doing the patting you know, ourselves on the back, but I thought it was asinine when I saw these polls come out from people who cover this conference putting Stanford so ahead of everyone else. They lost way too much. Way, and then the quarterback play. It's just Kevin Hogan was so good. And so they are people that cover our own conference overvalued Stanford from the get-go. Uh, and then people nationally, they look, well, the Pac-12 is down because those two are down. Just because that they that's the two teams they've grown to know here in the last few years. When I and I I guess I get the you pump up a team if if it comes down to like an intangible. Okay, who's who's the coach? And David Shaw has accomplished a ton since oh, taking over for been great. And and so you give them the nod, and that makes sense because it's David Shaw and it's Stanford. But boy, what a reputation vote that was! Hell, look at the South. UCLA had nineteen first place votes. USC had twelve. 
UCLA based on Rosen more more than likely. That's based on having a, a and, great and young would, quarterback. I wouldn't back. challenge that one. I, I thought UCLA would be a ton better than mm-hmm. than they turned out to be. But yep. you know, I, I think the tran- that offensive transition failed. Yep. You know, they went from a spread attack last year, which they were great at putting up numbers to try to play like Stanford, and it blew up in their face because they didn't they didn't have the personnel to do it. They were beat up at the running back spot, but their linemen could not handle that type of, of transition. And Utah was third, Arizona, Arizona State. And, and for the first time, most people believe since they started, do, they went to 12 teams, the team finished last in the division or picked last in Colorado with just 63 votes. They could win the whole thing. They control their own. They're the only team in the South that can. Now I can't say that I, I saw this Colorado thing coming, but uh, I think they, we thought. I think I, I thought think we be, thought they'd be improved, right? That was kind of like you yeah, figured I an experienced quarterback they would, they'd be improved, but not this. I didn't think that they would challenge, you know, for the South. But no. the more you watch them play, and, and, and I don't know if people have got you know a, a ton of weekends to to really watch them. They 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 remind me a lot. Now they they don't possess. No one does, so it's hard to to make this comparison to Washington. They remind me of Washington more than anyone in the conference. The way that they play offensively, they do the same. They 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 spread you out. Mm-hmm. They run the read zone, and now the difference is Lufau will keep it where Jake never keeps it, for the most part. Even though Browning's mobile, but then they'll they'll go one back under center. They're very multiple. They shift. They do all that stuff. They don't really line up in one set offense. And then defensively, um, now they're I mean they're statistically statistically speaking. They're the number one defense in the conference. Mm. They're tied with Washington points. They're number one in, in total defense. They're number one in pass defense. So not based on the eye test, but just based on statistics, they're the number one in the con- number one defense in the conference. But they're they're like Washington. I mean, they're physical in the back end. Their secondary is really good. Their two corners are six foot and six three. That compares to the you know King and, and Jones for Washington. They blitz a ton more um, than Washington does, but uh, they're, they're stout. So they, they, they remind me of a little bit of Washington. So for Washington State, the next two weeks, you are seeing the two best defenses in the conference. We'll just see how good, they're off, how good their offense is, which is the number one offense in the conference, or, or number two, really. Uh, we'll see how that matches up here in the next, next two games. Well, and they'll, and they'll do it without River Craycraft, who unfortunately out for the year, the worst, uh, yeah. worst fears concern, confirmed. It. We kind of, you kind of felt like that. You felt like that on Saturday watching them. It's one of those things that you saw two – there were two images over the weekend that just that suck, and and that's when great players walk off or are carried off a field. In one case, for the last time; in another case, probably not. Sounds like he's going to come back. But when you see Azim Victor go off with the air cast on the, on, I mean, it's okay. That's it for the season. You pretty much assume for him, and then you see uh, River Craycraft come off. He limps off, kind of looks back at the stadium. And I think everyone, you're, you're all thinking the same thing. It feels like it just didn't feel right. Didn't feel like it was just a, a minor injury. Yeah, to me, I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, I feared the worst right away, and I mean, it was later confirmed. I mean, that just is the classic ACL tear. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He wasn't hit. All he did was cut. And when he cut up the, to turn up field, he immediately grabbed his. You could see the knee pop or, or, or kind of act funny. And then you know when he, when he laid on the ground, it just horrible. That, that's just it's a, ACLs for the most part are always. The non-contact, yeah, and that was as, every time. that was as nondescript as it comes. Too didn't and look it like stinks. he kept it. It's a, anything. No, yeah. it's it's you know it's it's a third down play. They're keeping alive, and it, I, they're up big. I don't even know what they're up at that point. I think it's over twenty-one points. And yeah, it just stinks. Yeah, it does. Stinks, uh, stinks for both fan bases to lose uh, two players like that. 
So they'll hook up in a couple weeks. Washington, of course, has uh, the semi-buy this week with Arizona State, a team that's just getting boat raced lately and, uh, and not able to stop anybody. So uh, that's the college football. He better be stealing signs this week. He better. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. better put that on high alert this week just try and steal signs. Because uh, whatever the sign is that John Ross is going to go deep, uh, Graham may just want to find out which one that is. Yeah. Maybe they, just, put, just put a guy back by the goal I line. assume Washington comes out just a little angry uh, on Saturday you afternoon. You think so? A little just, slightly? Just a, just a tad angry. This might be what game you're up by 50 and Browning's still throwing the ball at the end of the game. Yeah, to try to get to nine or ten touchdowns in a single yeah, game. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think they, you, you, they really kind of want to send a message, I think, this weekend. Uh, Nigel Burton will join us from the Pac-12 Network at 2 o'clock today, so we'll, uh, we'll go heavy-hard into college football. It's Nigel still has them number one yeah. in the college in, football, football rankings. Football. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It doesn't matter that they lost. <laughs> Nigel still has them in uh, number one. Uh, yeah, that should be our first question. Can I, you believe? Give us your top four. Did you hear the roundtable this morning? No, I did not. I did not. I did not. Well, our oh, guy. I heard, I heard it. Our guy, Mr. Husky Honk, the leader of the Husky fan base. Uh-oh. If you ask anyone in this town who the number one diehard Husky fan is, yeah, that leads the charge. Okay. Who leads the charge for the University of Washington in this town? Well, it'd be Dave Softy Mahler. Of Dave Softy yes, Mahler. Yes. He's the number one home. What do you call him? Saul? Saul Mahler. Yes. He's the president. Yes. He's the he's the dictator. Yes. He's the king. He's the queen <laughs> okay. of the Husky football fan base, okay. right? Yes, yes. Not afraid of anything. Uh oh. You would never you would never say Softy's not afraid of anyone, right? No. He'll anyone, he'll take on anyone anywhere. Yeah. Remember, he still says to this day. 91 national team against the Miami Hurricanes. Huskies wiped the floor with them, right? Mm-hmm. The leader of the Husky fan base today on the roundtable said the following. I'd rather play in the Rose Bowl than face Alabama in the college football semifinals. So what he's saying is, I'd rather go to the Rose Bowl, which is not the Rose Bowl anymore, and I love the Rose Bowl. Take it from the guy who's the number one biggest Rose Bowl fan in the history of the Rose Bowl. It's not the Rose Bowl anymore. It's different, but it's still great. Yeah. And if we can go there, it's awesome. So number two from the Pac-12 or number one from the Pac-12 against he number two from the Big Ten. He would rather go to the Rose Bowl yeah. to guarantee himself an easier win than to face Alabama in the college football semifinals where they could, you never know what happens, could play for a national title. So what he's saying Instead of playing for a national title, he wants to just go to the Rose Bowl instead. He said that today. Can you believe that? Did you about fall out of your chair? I mean, what? what I, well, I was stunned. on the bus and I was squished uh, next to uh, someone who was drinking, so I didn't fall out of the bus. But yeah. I couldn't because he had me pinned. <laughs> someone was drinking. He had me pinned against one of the. Wait, uh, you're allowed to drink on the bus? Uh, yeah, that's what the, the D train, the D line. They oh, drink all the time. I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> the, uh, so anyway, I couldn't fall out because I was squished and he was yeah. breathing rum on me, but. Uh, if I could have, I would have. Wow. Wow. Can you believe that? I don't. I mean, let's say the Cougars got in, which is I went on 538.com oh, today. 40%. So it's gone down 3%, but we're still in it. Still there. Still right there. Still there, 40%. If I love the Rose Bowl, and it would be great to go down to Pasadena. I think it's the greatest stadium, greatest game ever played. Agreed, agreed. I'd pass that a 1,000 times out of a 1,000. Yeah. To go play Alabama and lose ninety-eight to nothing. Fine. But who I lost ninety-eight to nothing. You're one of the four teams. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. In the college football playoff. Well, Who cares what you lose by? What? And hell, you don't know what the hell happens when you play for four quarters. It's weird, funky things happen in the game. Well, couldn't you make an argument that you, as we've seen with football this past week, I'll make an argument as, as, you Alabama, never know what's happen. for Washington. Yeah. Alabama, and there is no debate on this, zero. Alabama has yet to play a team as good as Washington. I would agree. Yeah. There is, there is, no one can debate that. That is a fact. They have not played anyone as good as Washington. Well, and that USC team they played was not the same team we saw this past no, Saturday. No, absolutely. I would, I would, and if you want to go to our school, 40% chance, take your chances. Have they seen a pass offense like that? No. God, no. I mean, I mean so, but again, do, would Alabama beat both? Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. I maybe. Mean, if, I, if I'm going to put— How I'm about putting, this? Probably. I'm putting money on it. I'm yeah. going to put a lot of money on Alabama. Yeah. But— just the thought that someone, some the 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 biggest fan in the world, would say, "No, oh, I I I'm I would rather play, you know, some opponent from the Big Ten than to go play for a national title." I I, I can't wrap my my arms around my I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I I, I thought if we learned nothing this past I, weekend, then why did, did we not? Did we not learn that, that you don't you cannot predict well, in this in this so crazy then, sport what's going to happen? If you're going to you th- can't predict it. If you're going to think that way, yeah. then don't pay attention tonight at four o'clock. No, don't care about the college football rankings anymore. Oh, it's six o'clock tonight, right after. So is he still on? What do you mean the college football yeah, rankings? Yeah, they they did it later tonight for some reason. Why? I guess because there's no presidential debate or it's always at four. Right, it's been the fourth of the first two weeks. It's six tonight so for some really? reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever it is. So, but at six o'clock, we won't be paying attention. I well, he shouldn't. Are we going to be hiring twenty in this he one? He shouldn't. He shouldn't be paying attention tonight. If, if honestly, he doesn't care about. It. If he doesn't want to go play in this thing, then don't pay attention. No. Is it six? Is it six Pacific or six Eastern? It's six, I think. At one of the, I'm not sure if it's Eastern. I don't, I'm, I'm well, still check on the old uh, on the old TV. I don't know. It's always been four o'clock. I thought I saw four o'clock. It's, for the most part, I always thought it was four. But regardless, what time it's on? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I. I I don't care what the what the what the um, outcome of the game would be, and I get how good Alabama is, but man, oh man, I would rather have the opportunity to go out and try and win a national championship than go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I would think so. I thought I thought we learned this past weekend, even in Foxborough, you cannot predict what's going to happen no. in football. I mean that there was no chance Seattle's going to win that game, right? No chance. You go against New England, a cross country short week, tired, missing Bennett still. Just con- an AFC game. There's no chance you win that. New England scores in the first drive. You might as well just tap. I think out. Alabama. I mean, clearly, what Alabama's been able to do this year. There's no doubt that they're the class of college football for how they have handled things so far. Uh, the SC, that SC game is, is certainly different, but I'm telling you, there's one team to me now. Defensively, I don't. I don't. 
defensively, maybe Washington compares a little bit, a little bit. But in terms of how an offense runs things, there is only one offense so far that they have faced, in my opinion, that would compare to anything that you would see in the Pac-12, yeah. and that would be Ole Miss. And they faced them, I think, in week three or week four, and they barely beat Ole Miss. Now teams are different now, too. I mean, that's just the They barely line. beat Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is the only yeah. team offensively that compares to what people do out here in the Pac-12. All right, we'll come back about last night uh, in a second, including some news from the quarterback. Has nothing to do with football, but Russell Wilson stepping up big. We'll uh, hear his coach talk about that, plus much more than about last night. Alex Brink at 1 o'clock, talking Cougars. Brought to you by No Lie Brewing. 2 o'clock, it's Nigel Burton. We'll talk some Pac-12 football at one thirty and uh, recap what Pete had to say yesterday at one forty-five. All coming up with Ian and Puck on 950 KJR. What happened last night? Well, that's a stupid question. Well, it was a good, fun night. That's picked off by Sherman. Yes, he did! It's time for About Last Night. And no, it's not that Rob Lowe, Demi Moore movie from the 80s. Oh, brother. This is where we recap what happened last night, or this morning, or whenever. Wilson going to run. Diving for the end zone, he's in. Now here's Ian and Puck. Giants fourth and go at the Bengal three. Three-man front, six in the secondary. Tight end in motion. Manning in the gun, running back off his left hip. Arms extended, shotgun snap. Cox is right on, throws in the end zone. It's caught! A chest-high grab made by Sterling Shepard. On the goal line with the foot in the end zone on a crossing pattern. And the Giants have scored in a three-yard touchdown pass. By Eli Manning and tied the game at 20 with less than a minute gone in the fourth. Little bow last night. Last night, that was Kevin Harlan, the great Kevin Harlan. What a call on the uh, Monday night game. The Giants edging the Bengals 21-20. If the playoffs were to begin today, your New York football Giants would be the five seed in the NFC playoffs. They would take on Atlanta, you believe in uh, No, Detroit in the first round. God, who had that matchup in the first round of the NFC playoffs? Detroit and the Giants, your first round matchup, Saturday afternoon on, on can CBS. We, can we go back to, to just stop talking about the Bengals every year when the season starts? Mm. But how good the Bengals are. Oh, my God. I had a, I watched. I didn't see a second of the game. I saw some of the pregame where Dilfer was talking about, oh, this, I mean, on paper, that's the most talented team in the NFL or in the AFC. Hmm, really? Uh Patriots don't come in the mix there. I'm like, dude, it, it's no, they're not. They are not three, five, and one they are the Patriots or the uh, Bengals. They're fraud. They're fraud every year. And Mike, I mean, I like guys losing their jobs. But man, what does he have on the owner? What a picture! I mean, at what point do you just say you've been here long enough? It's just not working. Scary thing is, at three, five, and one, sitting as they speak in thirteenth place in the AFC standings, puck. They're only a game and a half out of first in the horrible division they're in this year. But yeah, they. I mean, I well, I watched a good chunk of it last night, killing time waiting for uh, for kids' basketball to be over, and and I came away thinking both those teams not, especially after watching what I saw Sunday night. I came away thinking there's a different level of football being played by some okay. teams in the league. So, yeah. It's, uh, anyway, that's your highlight from last night. How about Russell Wilson? Huh? Mm. How about number three? Russ? He has healthy, feeling good, daddy-to-be uh, as well, everything. She was there on, on Sunday night looking fantastic and uh, ready to rock and roll. And I'll tell you right now, this guy just step, uh, took another step to becoming more iconic in Seattle if that could happen. He's going to join the arena group with Chris Hansen and company. Pete Carroll talked about that. Well, I think he's interested and he loves his community. I think he's interested in being a part of something that's really special here, you know, and we, we all know, are aware of how dear it is to the hearts of, in the hearts of, you know, the people around here. And, and, uh, Russell would love to be part of something like that. 
Many, me included, a little critical of him after the uh, the vote failed when he kind of sent out a weird tweet that was like, yeah, it's time, like, kind of a, like an after-the-fact thought that well, that would have maybe helped earlier. Uh, in the end, looks like he's going to put a lot towards uh, this in terms of getting involved, maybe financially as well. And just having Russell Wilson's name on anything in Seattle is is big, <laughs> is really, really big. Absolutely agree. I'm glad that, he, that he's on board. It's awesome. Um, I mean, does anyone on the council know who he is? I hope so. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they'll, they'll, be, they'll be there at the next parade, Puck. I'll they'll be, be there at the next parade. I, I, I mean, I'm, being, I'm being dead serious. Can some of them really just, they've maybe heard of him, but if they saw him, they wouldn't know who he is? I mean, the, you know, the guys, you know, the, the, the people that are on there that are sports fans. Yeah, but Lisa Herbold know who he is? Because Lisa Herbold, she doesn't strike me. Some of the council members don't strike me as people that, Gonna get persuaded by the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Although it's cool, I mean it's it's cool. I'm glad yeah. he's doing it. I'd like to see. What, hey, where's Felix? Felix, big basketball fan. Yeah, that'd be good. Write a check. Write a check. Go see how that would go over your bosses. <laughs> you just want to see it for the entertainment. I would. Purposes. I would love to to see that. Well, I think with Russell Wilson, you have a guy that transcends sports. That's the one great okay. thing about who he is Very and cool. what that team is. The TV numbers on Sunday uh, on, on King were just were the highest of the year. That, that that transcends sports when you have those types of numbers and that type of Q rating. But we'll see. Uh, can they be persuaded? Does he have any juice? We'll find out. Uh, Chris Peterson, yesterday during his press conference, talking about the positives from the loss and Pac-12 parity. I don't think that's ever going to be a positive. I mean, you know, sometimes everything goes really well for you in a season. And it's like it's it doesn't always go like that. And you... You know, I, I've been saying it all along. I mean, I just really believe on any given night in this league, who we play, who we are, we could get knocked off. And, um, you know, it's easy to say those things. And just because you're at home and have a fabulous crowd and all that, that's that's not going to – you're not going to win unless you, you have that and, and you play at a high level. The, uh, the Huskies losing to USC, a team that has now won six straight games, second longest winning streak in the conference behind Wazoo's eight-game winning streak. So I'm like John Wilner I saw today. We'll, uh, we'll poo-poo those streaks because you're not playing anybody, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think what Chris Peterson's right, though, the parity in this conference. <laughs> the parity in this conference, yeah, yeah. which is always the case. Every single year, it's the, it's the best thing about the conference, Pac-12 after dark. Games are entertaining. Yeah. It's the worst thing for the conference on a nationwide basis because people look at it. You don't have the three or four power teams. You know, if, if Oregon and Stanford and USC are not undefeated, then people look at the conference as being down as opposed to a conference that maybe just has some pretty good parity. And which is what watch it for entertainment, don't you? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's nothing wrong with, I mean, you lost to USC. I mean, it's not like USC, it's not a shocker. I mean, USC's good. Mm-hmm. And you see, and they've always been good. They've always had the best talent. So, and they got beat by a better team that day. I mean, if they played ten times, I don't know how it would shake out. But on that day, that given night you know, or afternoon last week, they got beat. I, I do like what he said that you know the positives out of a loss. I, I always, I mean, yeah, you can be like, I right, we play tough, but I hate the positive. Oh, yeah, take some positives out of a loss. No, you lost. Like you lost the game. Like you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's a little juice boxy for me. At the uh, hey, we played hard. Well, eh, supposed I think, to play hard. I think you could make an argument. But Adam's the, looking at me like he doesn't agree. No, well, I mean it's it's a coach. Like, what do you think? He's gonna say that he's he doesn't want to throw his team under the bus. Well, let me let me give you an argument, but I'm gonna argue against myself right now. No, 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 no. He's he's saying 
Hold on. He's saying that I don't want to hear about, hey, we, we played, you know, there's positives to take right. out of a loss. We lost the game. You're, you're playing well, to there win. there always is, though. No, but there you're, but you're, pro- and his, when you're, when you're sitting where they are at 9 and 0, you're playing for a championship. You can't afford a blemish. There's nothing positive. Yeah, true. I, I would say when Wazoo lost those first two games, the positive that came out of that is Leach losing his mind, calling him soft. Okay, which which has spurned and, and, and has, has pushed them towards this eight-game winning streak. But here's the problem. The negative is you kind of ruined your season early on. Yeah, but, but the, the, you, you know, the, you, but the you, positive, though, is, is after the fact how they played to this point. Right. There's no positive to losing to, to Eastern or positive that's the point. to Boise no, that's, State. No, that's the point. Yeah. You, you could say the positive, a positive came out up. of it. The positive came out of it. But the negative is you cannot erase the blemish. You cannot erase a loss to an FCS school, the, the, and that and that has way, ruined the season. The way they've played, the talent that they have, honestly, to this point, they should be undefeated. Should be. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. We have more sound. We'll get that coming up. Uh, Mike Leach talks about altitude in Colorado. Got to hear that coming up. Ian and Puck on your home for the 12th man in the NFL. Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR. Atomic College, but Seahawks are off today. We should mention it's our Tuesday college football day. We do a lot of college football. We'll uh, have Alex Brink join us, courtesy of No Lie Brewing, at the top of the hour. Check in with the former Cougar quarterback, Cougars, and Colorado this week in uh, the the big game in terms of the Pac-12 this weekend. The two teams that are currently atop their respective divisions, and everyone saw that coming at this time with uh, one, two weeks left to go in the regular season. I'm not sure who didn't predict Washington State and Colorado. Take a snapshot of that, the Pac-12 North and South leaders I, right now. I, I think this, the, the, the comment, if you missed it earlier, do I need to rehash what, what Softy did today in the roundtable? Yeah. I'll just quickly say, number one, again, if anyone asks me who the number one Husky fan in this market is, I would say it's easy and soft without a question. Without a doubt. The number one most passionate Husky fan. All Husky Nation would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. He is our guy. He represents us. Sat on the round table this morning because he's afraid of Alabama. He would rather see the Huskies play in the Rose Bowl than to have to than to face Alabama in the semifinals of the college football playoffs. From the Murrow line, Softy sounds like one of those teams that didn't want to face Archbishop Murphy. I thought I'd he, like to well, know. Well, no, wait, wasn't he an oh, Archbishop Murphy I'd like, fan? I'd like to know where Softy stood on the Archbishop Murphy and the teams saying, well, "Oh no, we don't want to play them because we're scared of you." I'm pretty sure if I listened to his yeah, show, I'm mean, pretty sure that he was a big advocate of Archbishop Murphy and very critical of the teams that didn't want to play them. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Are, oh. you, are you alleging hypocrisy? If the Cougs went to the Final Four, they would get boat race 82 to nothing. Yeah, okay, fine, but we're one of the four teams. Good, good. And how do you know that would be the case? Softy is right. Huskies have no shot with the loss of Victor. Hasn't been a good week for Huskies in spelling. Well, that's okay. Washington? Uh, Washington. <laughs> Washington? Huskies have no shot with the loss of Victor. Washington. Anyways, uh, yeah, Vic- losing Azeem Victor is huge, but again... Alabama has not faced anyone, and I would now I'm not say close. They have not faced a, as a, a team as good as Washington all year long. Not yet. You would have a, 
I think you believe that. I believe that. A lot of us out here believe that. Of course, those in the SEC believe that uh, you could face uh, Vanderbilt and they'd be as good as they I'm just saying, Ole, I'll go back to what I said earlier. Ole Miss is the one team in that conference, the way that they play. Now, their front four is sensational. But offensively speaking, their one team that plays like some of these teams out here is Ole Miss, and Ole Miss put 45 on them. We've got uh, Mike Leach talking about the number one defense in the Pac-12 conference. Total defense, Colorado, number one. Rush defense, Colorado, number four. Uh, pass defense, Colorado, number one. They forced a fumble in 23 straight games. Big test for Leach's team. They're really sound, and they, um, you know, they don't break their package. They're saying we can execute this longer. Uh, then you can, and uh, you know if you get your licks in, we'll outlast you because we can execute it really well. So they're very, um, <clears throat> they've got kind of a unique defense, but they've got uh, you know their core philosophy is not going to change. You know it's one based on execution and tackling, so it's very sound. <coughs> I'm going to take one of these cough drops if it's all the same to you. <laughs> I just love that drop. That's so good. Number one scoring defense, number one overall defense, um, number three in sacks, number one red zone defense. Uh, mark them on your, uh, when you watch the game, number 98, Jimmy Gilbert, outside linebacker, nine sacks on the year. Jordan Carroll, the defensive lineman, four sacks on the year. Uh, they're good. They're really, number four rush defense. It's talented. It's a talented defense. It's the stiffest challenge the Cougs have faced all year long. Uh, watching them play that USC game back on October 8th. They lost it 21-17, but I thought that was just a great example of just two teams slugging it out all day long. It'll no Lufau. Uh, Remember great, that game? Yeah, no Lufau. Lou, Lou uh, I mean, he missed that whole handful of games in the middle, including the Michigan. Uh, got hurt in the Michigan game. Got uh, hurt in the Michigan. 45-28 loss that people, a lot of people believe that might have been a different deal. Hurt in the Michigan loss. And they were leading, weren't they? He was, they were 21-7. Yeah. Yeah. And he went out. Uh, there's altitude in Colorado. What does Leach think about that? <coughs> Not really. We kind of got some altitude, you know, what are we, 2,500 or something, and then, it's, you know, these guys might have driven up uh, in the mountains, so okay, we'll allow that to take care of it. And plus, these guys aren't as high as Denver anyway. It's, you know, they're, they're so we'll just uh, take deeper breaths. <coughs> I'm going to take one of these cough drops if it's all the same to you. <laughs> Deeper breaths, take a cough drop, you should be I'll fine. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah, it may not affect the players, but you know who it affects? The fans. And tailgating. Well, yeah. should cut down on what you have to spend on uh, pregame. Uh, no, but booths. you don't. You don't. You don't. You, th you still think you're at normal altitude, and you go really hard, and it's a mistake. <laughs> uh, trust me. I went to that I went to that game, I don't know, whenever. I don't know what year it was when Marquise Wilson had the game-winning touchdown, like mm. 60 yards. But you can't drink the same. You've got If you're going to the game, you got to pace yourself. Because your head, your head hurtsies later that night. Look how far these teams have come. Three or four years ago, they were both lucky to win a game. You know, and now they're sitting top. I wish standings. I was. I wish I was going. I, 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 I've said this many times. I think it's the best setting. One of the best settings in college football. I think it's the best setting in the conference in terms of everything around it. In terms of tailgating, pregame, postgame, everything. It's, it's awesome. Should be a lot of fun, and, and it's crazy too. It's a twelve thirty game. That'll ah, be afternoon, yes. folks. That's ah. an afternoon game. Bloody Mary time. Yeah. Uh, in fact, big weekend on Fox. Local Fox has the Huskies and the Cougs back to back on Saturday. So uh, sit down, tune in, and enjoy, and get yourself ready. We'll come back. Alex Brink, former Cougar quarterback, will join us to break it all down. Look back at last. We talked about the impact of the Craycraft injury and look ahead to Colorado. Alex Brink coming up next. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.